Time now for Financial Friday on WOMI with your host, Drew Watson, sponsored by Align Wealth Management. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So Friday's brought to you by Align Wealth Management. It is the Friday, July 29th edition of our show. The last July in 2022, if you can believe it. And next week when we come to you live, it'll be August. And definitely summer will be quickly waning as we get into perhaps looking towards fall. Today's show is going to be great. We've got a lot of interesting financial planning topics for you to consider, especially with regards to taxes, also what a recession means, and where do we go from here on the investment front. But the big news this week undoubtedly is the fact that with the preliminary second quarter GDP print of negative 0.9, the technical definition of a recession is two consecutive quarters uh, with a negative economic output. We are there, folks. And so whether you've been waiting for this at home or you've been watching the news and wondering how bad could it get, you've been living it for at least the last six months. Uh, my experience tells me probably this started uh, a little bit before Christmas last year uh, as the first quarter negative GDP caught people by surprise. And the forecast for second quarter GDP, I think, came in right around 0.3. So the economists really missed this in a big way by being off by over one percentage point. Now, the market reaction has been a little bit confusing. First, we were up yesterday's trade, then we were down, then we finished strong. This week, uh, we've put together, if you're not counting at home, seven of eight days of trading uh, with uh, positive gains. And uh, you know, even before that, we put together a nice month in July coming off the back of a terrible June. Most commodity prices looks like they've hit their highs somewhere between June 15th to June 22nd. And good old uncle interest rates uh, have plummeted. Uh, not even four weeks ago, the 10-year Treasury was over 3.6%. And as of the close Thursday, the 10-year was about 267 That's almost a full 1% move down off a base of 36 which is a huge number. So this year has not only been very volatile for stocks, it's been very volatile, even more so for bonds. And if you're in an asset-allocated, diversified portfolio with fixed income, you've felt the sting probably both ways. But in the long run, it's better to be diversified than to be on one side of the trade all the time. As I said in today's show, we're going to cover these topics and much, much more. We'll look at commodity prices and where we are in the economic cycle. Just keep in mind, the last recession we've had uh, was a very brief one at the end of the first quarter, 2020, beginning of the second quarter, as old Uncle COVID visited the United States of America and the rest of the world. 
But we came out of that very quickly. Before that, you'd have to look back to the great financial crisis of the 2007, 8, and 9 vintage. Uh, and that was a little bit more than a recession, but not quite a depression. So it'll be interesting to see how the uh, government reacts, uh, what our President Joe Biden has to say, along with his Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, as to see what plans they have to get our country off its back and back to generating positive GDP. Keep listening to Financial Fridays right here, brought to you by Lime Wealth Management. We'll be back after a word from our sponsor. What do you want to do when you grow up? When we were young, it's a question we were often asked. As we get older, our passions become clearer. Our pursuits become careers. And if we're diligent, we begin to plan for the life we want to live. That's why at Ameriprise Financial, we ask, what's most important to you? Starting with our confident retirement approach, your Ameriprise Financial Advisor will ask questions that will help you arrive at a customized plan that can help you realize your goals today, tomorrow, and throughout retirement. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hello and welcome to Financial Fridays, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson. Let's look at what happened Wednesday as the market action was decidedly positive on the back of the Federal Reserve news. And, and definitely the S&P 500 was up uh, well over 100 points. Uh, NASDAQ uh, responded up over 4%. Um, you know, we've had a little bit of a give back going on Thursday, but but let's kind of discuss what happened and and definitely uh what we saw on Wednesday was uh really kind of I'd say one piece of good news and then uh, a piece of news that met expectation and that really fueled the rally. So going back to Wednesday stocks did start the day strong after a better than expected June preliminary durable goods orders and a narrower trade deficit boosted prospects for a positive second quarter GDP reading, which, as we know, did not take place. Uh, markets previously dwelling on the possibility of two back-to-back -back quarters of negative growth in the first half lifted after the morning data printed. Now, keep in mind uh, that although these orders look good in June, it could be that April and May were much, much worse is what uh, may have caused the GDP print to be negative. And I think most forecasts for GDP, by the way, was a positive 0.3% increase. And it looks like the preliminary number was a 0.9% uh, decrease. So that's a delta there or a gap in the, uh, in the reality of over 1%, which is pretty big accounting terms uh, and economically. But if you recap Wednesday's uh, action on the day, S&P rose 2.6% uh, with 85% uh, of the companies uh, up for the day. The NASDAQ rose substantially, ending up over 4%, about 4.1% through its session, while the 10-year Treasury yield slid to 2.79, and as of Wednesday, was down to 2.67. 
The Fed policy decision mid-afternoon boosted stock gains late in the day, wrapping up its fifth policy meeting of the year. The Federal Reserve, as we said earlier, uh, they chose to raise its target funds rate range by three-quarters of a percentage point to 2.25 to 2.5 percent, as uh, most economists have forecasted. The collective 150 basis point move between the June and July meeting reflect the quickest pace of tightening since the early 1980s, tracking with inflation at a 40-year high of 9.1% in June. Uh, Fed Chairman Jerome Powell noted, quote, as the stance of monetary policy tightens further, it likely will become appropriate to slow the pace of increases while we assess how our cumulative policy adjustments are affecting the economy, unquote. Uh, markets seem to take Powell's comments as the Fed may be more cautious in its approach to rate hikes at the final three policy meetings of the year. Now, obviously, the Federal Reserve hopefully gets data uh, faster than the uh, rest of us. But by and large, you know, what we uh, what we're looking for is is that they may have had a sneak peek into the GDP number that came out the next morning. Uh, I sure hope they did to kind of give everybody a heads up that maybe uh, if the economy worsens and looks like people are not spending as much money, we may uh, begin uh, slowing the raising of interest rates on our own accord. Um, You know, looking at this, too, as we said, it looks like kind of the magic number with inflation as we spoke last week, maybe between 2.55 to 2.88%. And, uh, you know, definitely if you look at what the Fed policy rate, because it began the year at, you know, zero to a quarter of a point, which was highly accommodated. And uh, it shifted largely to a new, neutral posture this week to two and a, 2.25 to 2.5%. And, uh, you know, most market watchers, think that it will close the year out at about three and a quarter to three and a half. Um, you know, given the fact that's somewhere between um, three quarters to a percent higher than where long-term inflation would end up, that seems to be highly restrictive. And since July 13th, Fed future markets have lowered the estimated policy rate heading into year end by a quarter of a point to get to the 3.25 to three and a half percent, which is in line with the Ameriprise June project projection for rates. So, you know, some of the market optimism midweek may be misguided, and uh, it could be that the Fed, you know, may be less likely to provide forward guidance now that policy rates have reached a neutral level. Uh, Some economists, Ameriprise specifically, believe the Fed would like to retain the ability to surprise the market as a tool to more quickly turn policy should it prove necessary. So, Keep in mind when you're investing, um, you know, do it as part of a comprehensive financial plan according to your asset allocation and your risk tolerance that you're willing to take. Uh, historically, high quality companies with growing dividends, solid balance sheets, and steady cash flows tend to fare better in rising rates and always stay diversified. So sometimes you can kind of outsmart yourself to think, hey, this part of the market has done well, this part is due to do better. But in the long run, you're better off sticking to a long-range financial plan and staying diversified to meet your goals as opposed to chasing returns. Um, and, you know, as the market can show us, uh, really the only thing that's not known is what's right around the corner. 
And as a colleague of mine has always said, uh, the good thing about when markets make changes or they make a turn, uh, either up or down, is in the turn, everybody's wrong, and you don't really know who's correct until uh, you're several months or even quarters out from the actual event. And as Warren Buffett says occasionally, uh, no one knows who's swimming naked until the tide goes out. And interest rates uh, moving like they had and economic conditions moving as they had uh, certainly can prove that, you know, the tidal conditions are well, well, well uh, away from flush like they were just seven months ago. Keep listening to Financial Fridays right here on this station. We'll be back in 60 seconds with our financial planning topic of the week. What do you want to do when you grow up? When we were young, it's a question we were often asked. As we get older, our passions become clearer, our pursuits become careers, and if we're diligent, we begin to plan for the life we want to live. That's why at Ameriprise Financial, we ask what's most important to you? Starting with our confident retirement approach, your Ameriprise Financial Advisor will ask questions that will help you arrive at a customized plan that can help you realize your goals today, tomorrow, and throughout retirement. With the right financial advisor, life can be brilliant. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc. today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Office is located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. The confident retirement approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Hello and welcome back to Financial Fridays, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. I'm your host, Drew Watson, Private Wealth Advisor with Align. And in our financial planning segment today, we are going to take a deeper dive on um, topics related to tax as uh, it's never too early to be prepared when it comes to uh, your tax situation and a couple things to consider. Uh, as you know, there's been a lot of news this week about the uh, Senate Democrats reaching a deal, matching and Schumer as it relates to um, medical, health care, uh, income tax, and some climate change bills, which uh, have been out there for several months and been negotiated back and forth between uh, mainly Democrats in the Senate about what they were willing to do and willing to spend to uh, to, to really kind of look into forwarding their agenda before the midterm elections. But what does this mean to you? First and foremost, uh, based on what reports are, if the bill passes, if you have a uh, health insurance through the, for through the Affordable Care Act, it would extend those subsidies for three more years as some of those subsidies were set to expire January 1st. Now, the key thing to know on the um, Affordable Care Act and subsidies is depending on the number of people in your household, you could be up to 400% of the federal poverty line and get these premium tax credits. Uh, there's a minimum amount of income that the person has to have to be able to uh, – 
get those subsidies, uh, but then there's a maximum you do not want to go over or you will be having to pay back the subsidies in the form of a tax. And that's kind of a nasty um, shocker, so to speak, when you do your federal income tax and find out you may owe tens of thousands of dollars. So those thresholds, uh, if you're a person uh, on your own, I think the maximum income you can have is uh, just over fifty-one thousand uh, five twenty. If you're married, uh, you know it's just the two of you. That limit uh, in two thousand twenty-two is sixty-nine thousand and change. Uh, a four-person household, uh, you're looking at a hundred and six thousand dollars. And if you have a big family, uh, let's say eight people, uh, you know. So let's say. Um, husband, wife, and six kids, you're looking at $178,000 and change as being 400% over the uh, federal poverty line for households. So also every time that the uh, government resets that federal poverty line, uh, that does increase uh, the amount of money people could make in these circumstances. But this is always a situation when it comes to a financial planning topic, you want to measure probably not twice, you may want to measure three or four times before you cut to make sure you're under that limit because it is a, um, you know, $1 over, $10 over, $100 over, uh, you face the full brunt of having to pay back those subsidies you've received through the year. And if you're on that type of insurance, you do get letters often showing how much the subsidy is uh, per month, multiply that by 12, and that's kind of the ballpark area you'd be looking at for uh, potential taxes that could hit you. So that's in the bill uh, to continue funding that for, for about three years. It looks like, too, there's some um, maybe additional tax credits if you buy an electric vehicle. Uh, what's not clear is if uh, there's tax credits for putting the infrastructure into your home to utilize an electric vehicle or not. Uh, your host of this show is uh, interested in that. As that's an ongoing project at the Watson household. So I could say uh, I'm guilty of talking my own book there. But, but essentially what Matchin was wanting apparently is uh, some type of uh, agreement on um, not just uh, greener fuels but also some fossil fuels and nuclear. Uh, it bears in mind that uh, – Nuclear is probably the least talked about option to help with our energy crisis, not only in the U.S., but in Europe. But it probably, uh, on paper at least, provides the most clear-headed way out of the uh, situation we're in. But uh, anytime you use the term nuclear energy, uh, you get a chorus of uh, – you can almost – feel the cringes as people talk about it uh, because no one wants that in their backyard given the fear of what happened at Three Mile Island and of course the disaster at the Chernobyl plant. But um, at the end of the day, we may just have to face our fears, which is always what's best and move forward with that type of uh, uh, energy plan. Uh, a couple other things in there. Uh, taxes, they're looking at changing um, what the rules are for carried interest. Uh, I don't know that any private equity managers are listening to this show, but it's going to bring their uh, typical tax uh, liability uh, a little bit closer to being in line with most normal Americans. And then it looks like uh, on corporations, they're looking at a 15% minimum tax 
this is different than the global tax, I think, that had been talked about earlier um, in the year. But on first reading, does appear that um, you know they want to try to get more in line with uh, companies such as, say, Amazon, for example, that may make a lot, a lot of money and have a corporate tax rate of 9%. They obviously want to bring that more in line with uh, what's out there uh, for most Americans. And, and, you know, generally speaking, that's taxes a uh, minimum of 15%. Most people would sign up for that, uh, especially um, if they're over, call it uh, $82,000 a year in income as a household. So those are the highlights. Now, it's 700 and plus pages. So like most stuff in Washington, we probably really won't know what the fallout of this is until it's signed and goes into law. And I'm sure there is uh, more pork going into that bill than at the field packing plant down on the river. And that that information will surely be ferreted out ahead of the midterm elections, which are right around the corner. And with that said, uh, election season probably has already started, but in August it will go uh, – full bore. So this may be the last piece of real work that gets done in Congress this year. And um, it just seems like um, those people, uh, both men and women representing us in government, uh, haven't done a lot this year. Uh, and depending on which side of the political fence you're on, you may have different opinions on that. But uh, I think only a few bills have been passed, and that few may also rhyme with two. But I'm sure they've done other things to help this great country of ours. Keep listening to Financial Fridays right here. We'll be back in 60 seconds. And we're brought to you by Align Wealth Management. When today is unpredictable, you need sound advice and strong support to help you stay focused on your long-term financial goals for tomorrow. Ameriprise has been guiding clients through challenging times for over 125 years. You can take comfort in working with an advisor who's backed by that strong experience and who's there to guide you with personalized, goal-based financial advice. Together, you and your Ameriprise advisor can plan your future while navigating your now. Call Align Wealth Management, a private wealth advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC, today at 270-684-8424. That's 270-684-8424. Offices located at 2708 New Hartford Road in Owensboro, Kentucky. Hello and welcome back to the email bag segment of our show, Financial Fridays, brought to you by Align Wealth Management. As you know, I'm your host, Drew Watson, private wealth advisor with Align. And as a reminder, keep your questions coming in. Uh, you can email them to me directly at William dot a dot watson and we will get them in the show and the uh, question that came in uh, yesterday morning very timely with the negative gdp print for the second quarter the question is about recessions and the technicalities of recessions so uh typically the textbook definition of a recession is when you have uh, at least consecutive quarters of negative economic uh, output uh, and definitely based on the initial GDP print for Q2 2022 and the longer-term uh, 
initial and then revised negative GDP prints for the first quarter of 2022, it looks like we've been living in a recession all year long. Now, recessions typically aren't neat things that start January 1st and end, let's say, June 30th, but they kind of come and go through the economy. And uh, looking back on some figures and numbers, it does appear that perhaps the cracks in the dam started appearing uh, maybe in November before Christmas last year. And if you have been following the inflation story or if you're a longtime listener to this program, you know we started sounding the inflation bells uh, about a year ago uh, next month. So, well, actually next month, next week. So, you know, last August we started seeing some higher numbers uh, in different inflation areas. Really, it wasn't much there in gasoline or, or energy or food costs, but other parts of the economy uh, due to shortages and other issues had started seeing uh, increases. Now, one thing is happening that may make this in quote-unquote recession not look as bad or feel as bad currently is a lot of the economy and economic growth has moved from goods to services. So if you see the television reports or on the Internet, read stories about people in long lines at airports with flights being canceled, blah, 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 you know that people are still traveling. And, you know, travel typically is a service. Uh, but uh, if you listen to the earnings report from Delta Airlines CEO, you know, what he had to say was really – uh, flight loads and travelers, uh, the number of people traveling, they're at about 88% of where they were in 2019. But the issue is uh, most airlines' workforces are probably about 80% or less from where they were back in 2019 as well, which leads me into the other story as Paul or the rest of the story as Paul Harvey said is is even though we continue to get these unemployment rates that are uh, you know on the uh, on the surface look great like 3.6 percent or less more than likely the real unemployment rate here in the U.S. is over nine percent and that would explain partly too why we are in a recession and why uh, costs keep going up. And if you're a man and you're listening to this show, all we have to blame is uh, ourselves because it's clear from the economic data, male workforce participation has declined tremendously over the last few years and especially since COVID. So going back to as long as the U.S. Department of Labor kept these types of statistics, Male, working age male, so 18 to 65, workforce participation for that age group, uh, that means people actively looking for jobs, wanting to work, was about 88% of the male population. Um, it's, it's not going to be 100 because you did on the young end have some students in college. Uh, you had some people that would retire before 65. You had some people that were independently wealthy, didn't have to work. And then, of course, you had some people that were sick or disabled, et cetera, that couldn't work. But 88% was the long, long, long-term um, number, and that has sunk to just below or right at 70% in this post-pandemic world. So given the fact that that cohort makes up about 55% of the working population here in the U.S., 
that almost 20% reduction is a huge, huge impact. And the fact those people are out of the workforce or for whatever reason not looking for work uh, has created some problems. And, and yes, those problems, by and large, can prove and have proved probably recessionary. Uh, so it's also clear that probably since late May, people have already pivoted and changed their spending habits. I think, you know, Walmart CEO on their earnings release talked about how spending had changed. So there's not, you know, people are looking for cheaper alternatives uh, pretty much across the board in what we would call the general merchandise category. So that's clothing, that's electronics, uh, pretty much everything that they sell besides food and your grocery store items people are substituting for cheaper alternatives, which is, you know, hat in hand uh, with what goes on in economic contractions. So think recessions or, or depressions. Now, the good news is historically, whenever you have a recession that follows a huge economic drawdown uh, and think back to the great financial crisis, those recessions are not long lasting. Now, the technical truth is, and you're always going to get that here um, on our show, is that the kind of month of March last year and early April um, was a quote-unquote recession because it did push two quarters in a negative economic growth. But I think, as you know, the U.S., you know, it was a self-imposed recession uh, in modern times. Nothing like that had ever happened, and we just basically self-contracted the economy uh, and put ourselves in a recession and got right back out of it with a lot of economic stimulus. So this, if in tr case this is a real recession, this will be the first one economically that's taken place since uh, the Great Recession. And historically, statistics show that this recession should be mild and not one that is super long-lasting uh, or anything near as bad as the Great Recession that we had back in 07, 08, and 09. So keep that in mind and keep your questions coming. Uh, we love to answer them here on our show. But more importantly, keep listening because we'll be back same time, same channel next week and have a great, great July weekend. It's the last one of 2022. Be safe, be careful, and uh, see you next week, same time, same station. This is WMI Owensboro. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try.